Welcome to Without the Hustle. I'm Emily Tyson. I'm a coach, mentor, and breathwork teacher. And my intention with this podcast, along with everything I do, is to hold space for you to slow down, explore what's in your heart, and claim your authentic expression so you can become the artist of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Without the Hustle. It's been a while. I have been taking a little break. To be honest, I felt a little podcast fatigue and I had so much going on with my personal life and my business and I've been going through a transition which I will talk about in a minute but I wanted to take a break not only to recharge and practice what I preach but to just figure out my intention with this podcast. So a quick update as to yeah, what's been happening since I last recorded an episode. Um, I got married, which was really fun in the summer. And it honestly was the best day. People said that beforehand, like it's going to be the best day of your life. And I just didn't believe them because I didn't know what to expect. But also I thought, how, how, like, how can you I don't know, rate like a day as the best day of your life. But honestly, it was. And there's just so much love in the air and you're surrounded by, you know, everyone you love, your friends and your family. And it just, it was really magical. And I love the whole process of planning it. And the day was just perfect. And yeah, we are both we love planning and we love creating itineraries and spreadsheets. So we really were in our element. We did the whole thing ourselves. Um, it was a marquee style wedding and uh, the ceremony before, so the party was in the marquee and the ceremony before was really intimate um, and outside. And yeah, it was just, it was beautiful. I created a reel, so yeah, if you'd like to see some pictures, then check out my Instagram for that. And then after the wedding, we moved from London to Nottingham. So yeah, that felt pretty huge. I moved to London about 10 years ago now and took about two and a half years out to travel and live in Australia. And when I moved to Australia, although I worked in the same industry, because I did some traveling and then also worked out there, I experienced burnout while I was there because I was working in the same industry and I was used to that kind of hustle culture behavior, which I'm going to be talking about in this episode. But despite all this, it really gave me a chance to slow down and reconnect with myself There's something about just, you know, moving and creating a change in your routine that really allows you to just come home to yourself and listen to what your heart needs and listen to what your body needs. And Australia was where my first side business was born. And when I moved back to London, I was able to keep this grounded energy and everything that I learnt about slowing down and what it feels like to be connected with myself. And if you are a regular listener, you know 
that this is something I'm so passionate about, slow living, the anti-hustle way of doing things. That's why the podcast is called Without the Hustle. And that's in every every part of your life, in your life, in your business. And what I've been feeling over the last probably about six months with this transition in the way that I do things, who I work with, moving from London has really given me that opportunity in the same way that it did with Australia. It's given me a chance to really reset and adjust the way I do things and my mission has always been about helping you to find more freedom and joy in your lives and to empower you to create your dream life whatever that means to you and for me freedom is about being free to spend your time how you choose to experiment to be curious to do work to make money that from something that you really love and for me, joy is that feeling of gratitude that spreads throughout your entire body. It's that feeling of happiness. It's blissful. And for me, business brings me that. It brings me so much freedom and joy to run my business. And it gives me so much joy to help you all to to create that for yourselves too. And with this transition that I've been going through in this shift, I realised I wanted to expand this even further. So I've absolutely loved working with business owners to help them to start and grow their business in a way that feels good. And I still offer one-to-one coaching support with this. And I have my online course, Aligned Side Business 101, which teaches you and empowers you to create a business in a way that feels good for you but now I want to expand this to expand who I work with to expand this offering and I know that I have so much more to give and whatever you want to birth into the world a business, an idea, a career change, or maybe you just know that you want something different for your life, but you're not sure yet. And that's okay. I want to spread this freedom and this joy to as many people as I can. So my intention with this podcast, with everything I do really, with my one-to-one containers, my women's circles, and whatever I create in the future, is to support you to become more in love with yourself and your life and to tap into your authentic self-expression so that you can discover your power and really just become the artist of your life. I love that way of thinking of things. It's like you are the artist, you can create, you can design anything you want into your life. You are the artist And what I've learned from my experience and through working with clients is we can't connect to ourselves and tap into our inner wisdom if we're so busy all the time, running from one thing to the next and hustling all the time. So hustle culture or grind culture glorifies hard work. It's the mentality that you must be working 
all the time in order to achieve success. In hustle culture, success equals money and a big title. That's been my experience of it anyway. And there's little room for anything else. You know, if your version of success is different to someone else's or different to the company that you work for, then, you know, it doesn't go down very well, shall we say. Hustle culture leads to burnout though. And burnout is a state of physical, mental and emotional exhaustion. And it happens when you experience long-term stress, long-term stress in your job or, you know, wherever you're experiencing that stress. And when you're in a constant state of stress, your cortisol levels rise. Cortisol is the stress hormone, which in short, when cortisol is present for long periods of time in the body, it causes problems. It causes memory and concentration problems, digestive problems, trouble sleeping. And if you're not sleeping, you know, a lack of sleep can cause things like heart problems, depression, anxiety, memory loss, weakened immune system. So all of this to say burnout's not good and hustle culture leads to that. I've experienced burnout twice. So I mentioned it earlier when I was in Australia, that was one of the times I experienced it. And the other time was in London. The first time I remember feeling, because burnout looks different to everyone, right? And it, it comes in lots of different forms. The first time I remember just feeling so exhausted all the time and it was affecting everything. I was physically and mentally exhausted. I just remember not being completely there. Like I could function, you know, my work probably had no idea that I was experiencing this because you become very good at at hiding it when you're in that kind of environment, right? But I remember just not being completely there. I couldn't, what it looked like for me was not being able to make decisions in my personal life and decisions that felt good for me. And, you know, I just, I just don't, I just wasn't really there. And the second time I had burnout, I had all of that, but it was more physical within my body. So I had physical symptoms of stress and exhaustion within my body. And hustle culture asks people to choose between their work and health. You know, when you're hustling all the time, you're working all the time, the late hours, never taking rest, always just being always on, not having proper boundaries you're burning yourself out, you're burning your body out, and then your health takes a backseat. Your physical, your mental and your emotional health takes a backseat. Hustle culture thrives on shame. And what I mean by this is hustle culture, when you're when you're in that environment, those people love talking, myself included, I used to I used to be like this. They love talking about how late they stayed up working, how little they slept and how much they have to do. I would spend my days 
telling people, anyone who would listen, how late I worked or, you know, how much I didn't sleep. And those are not things to be bragging about. But what they're doing is they're covering up self-doubt and lack of self-worth. Because you're constantly trying to prove something. You're trying to prove your value and your worth. Trying to prove that you belong to work there. You deserve to be getting paid. You deserve to get that promotion. And what that's doing is it's showing that you you don't deserve that just for doing what you're doing, for being you. You have to do all of these other things to prove that you deserve to be there, which isn't the case, you know, you are hired for a reason and whether you have a business or you work full-time for someone else the reason you're there the reason you're doing what you're doing is because you are enough you don't need to be working all the time and adding lots of things onto your plate to prove something to anyone but in hustle culture or grind culture It's all about the time spent versus the efficiency and productivity. And for me, this just isn't... The amount of time you spend working on something really just doesn't equal the level of output. Here's an example of something that that happened to me quite recently. So I've been on a really big deconditioning journey, a deconditioning from hustle culture. I'm also a projector in human design. So for me, it's been about relearning how to work with my energy and what works for me while also deconditioning and reframing hustle culture beliefs and habits. But after working for like 10 years in this way, it's been, it has been a journey of deconditioning. Those, those beliefs and habits don't just go away overnight. And whilst I would say I'm pretty good now at consciously knowing when these thought patterns or these habits are popping up within me, I'm not completely immune to it, right? Also, I should add what, for me, what the deconditioning journey has been like is a mix of mindset work, working on my self-worth, setting boundaries, making time for self-care. It's really been a mix of all of that. And that's, you know, just top line level, but just so you can see what goes into a deconditioning journey. And this is something that I help my clients with on a on a one-to-one basis too so about a few months ago now I received an email and I occasionally do freelance project management and event planning work when the work and the brand feels good and aligned I really love variety in my work so being open to opportunities feels really good for me And I had an email and I'm sharing this example because I think it's so relevant and and so relatable because I had so much of this in my in my career. Um, And. I'm sure lots of you will be able to relate 
to this, but just so you can see how that hustle culture manifests within the body and the mind. So I received an email from this company I was working with and the email was a little shitty, (laughs) to be honest. And my mind, my ego immediately went to, I'm the problem here. I've done something wrong. And my defences immediately turned on. My trauma response was triggered. And in this instance, it was fight. I was so ready to fire an email back to defend myself because that's where I would have gone before, you know. I'm so used to shooting emails across immediately as they come in because then people know that I'm on it, right? I'm good enough, I can handle this. But in this instance, I could feel myself, I could just feel it rising. So I stopped, I took a breath, and I consciously told myself, I don't need to reply to this email right now. Okay, so that was the first thing. Second, I asked myself, what's really going on here? And from that, I was able to realise this is more about them, the person who sent me the email, than it is me. It's actually got nothing to do with me. Does that make sense? So I received this email and the email was shitty. I made that mean something about me, but it actually wasn't about me at all. And that's the thing, it's never, it's it's rarely about you. This is the thing, this is like the biggest lesson that I've learned in my healing journey is it's rarely about me. <laughs> if someone's reacting in a certain way, if someone's saying something that triggers something within me, I've learned to look at my reaction, why am I reacting this way versus what, do, what does that mean about me? Is this about me? And here's, uh, yeah, this, uh, uh, I'll carry on with the story, (laughs) interrupting myself. So I took myself for a walk, I got a coffee and I'd reset, right? I I allowed my nervous system to regulate because when we are in the trauma response, that's our nervous system. It's allowing our flight, fight, flight or freeze response to protect us, to keep us safe. So by taking myself out for a walk and resetting, my nervous system had regulated and I was able to then think it through and reply properly from a place of integrity and in a professional way that wasn't just reacting, right? And I did that. And I felt really good about it because I didn't react too quickly. I allowed myself to slow down and I allowed myself to think about what I wanted to say in a professional way. So I did that. And as it turns out, the person replied and apologized for being shitty. It turns out that 
they were going through something really personal and the the emotion was coming through in that email. Now, had I had replied with a defensive email and it wouldn't have been a shitty email back, that's not really my thing. It would have just been like probably a bit defensive as a bit kind of like, I, I'm on it. I've got this. I'm, you know, like th- these were the thoughts that were coming through. I'm, I'm good enough. I can do this and I need them to know that. But by slowing down and becoming conscious of this thought pattern, I was able to take myself away from that, detach from it and allow myself to realise, of course I've got it. And of course I'm good enough. I don't need to prove anything to anyone. I'm just doing my job and I'm good at it. And then they replied and said that it was them. It was it was completely something on their end. It wasn't about me at all. And I just think that that's a perfect example. You never know what someone else is going through. And so if you allow yourself to just ask, where is this reaction coming from? Where What's coming through me right now? Then you're able to kind of detach from what this person's saying or how this person is reacting because it's not, it's not about you. So yeah, when we slow down, we allow ourselves to become aware of our triggers and our stories and I never had this before when I worked in hustle culture because it's so fast and you reply within minutes of receiving emails. If I ever felt defensive and like it was about me, like I said, shitty emails aren't my style. So I just internalised it and carried on. And what that has looked like for me is internalising and internalising all of these beliefs so that they're ingrained in me now they're in my subconscious right and no wonder these beliefs are so deep ingrained within me so the whole hustle culture approach to running a business just doesn't make sense to me there are so many other ways to do business and make money that include treating employees well and it's actually beneficial to do that because having a good a good work life balance is actually proven to allow more productivity and motivation so wouldn't that make sense just to allow everyone to work with their energy and work in a way that felt good for them so that it leads to more productivity right so with all of this being said for me the opposite of hustle culture is self worth and The dictionary definition of self-worth is the sense of one's own value or worth as a person. So just think about that for a minute. If you felt valued, completely valued, or if you knew that you were enough, would you react in the same way that you do sometimes? That example with the email for me, I was reacting. My first response was to react because we can't always control our first response. 
but we can witness and we can stop our second. We all react based on our own experiences and our stories. And the healing journey really does teach us to be aware of these stories and observe and, and witness rather than react. So with that email before, before I began any of this healing work, I would have just, yeah, internalised it, reacted, whatever that looked like in that moment. And there's something so empowering about not reacting, but just witnessing, detaching from that. You are not your emotions. You are not your thoughts. So when it comes to building self-worth, it's really about self-worth really comes from having an understanding for yourself, having deep self-love and deep self-acceptance. When you have a high level of self-worth, you stop allowing yourself to be defined by external factors. And that could be people's opinions of you, for example. When you know your worth and you know that by not replying to an email immediately, it doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It doesn't mean that you're not good at your job or that you're not on top of things. It literally means nothing. And in the instance that I shared, it literally didn't mean anything about me. It just meant that this person was having a bad day. That is literally it. And so can you see how that's so empowering, just being able to witness that and allow it to mean nothing about you versus internalising it and, yeah, feeling... I, I, I probably, me, like a few years ago would have probably felt really anxious about that for a really long time. So, and now, until now, until recording this, I'd not even thought about that instance, other than just to think, ah, oh, that's really cool that I was able to just witness that. So, yeah, let me know if this resonates at all, and... If you have, if you're able to witness your own reactions and what that felt like for you, I would love to know. And yeah, I'm going to be recording some more episodes all around self-expression, self-love, self-worth, business, because I do love talking about business and I love the idea of doing business without the hustle. For me, I found so many benefits in that. And slow living. I am all about the slow living <laughs> without the hustle, anti-hustle, all of that. So yeah, lots of exciting episodes coming up and I can't wait to share. It feels really good being back recording this and I'm excited for you to be listening. Thank you to all of you listening. I'm really, really so grateful for you. And if you found this episode or this podcast in general helpful, I would love you to share it with someone who you think would find it helpful too. And I would love to hear from you. Leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this. And I will be back next week for another episode.